Hey y'all, welcome back to Rewind and Recap, where the wine is as necessary as the chaos in the mess, child, because Lord, this week. Anyways, the wine is as necessary as the chaos in the mess on our favorite shows. My name is Cece, and tonight my wine of choice is actually a mix, so it's a true red blend, y'all. I had mm. to finish up the rest of that Moiselle sweet red, and it wasn't mm. enough. It's like literally a little swig. Yeah, so do a little mixture. You know, a, a little swig, a little tang. I mix that with my oak leaf red blend wine. I'm trying to like, you know, knock those down. So let's say I need to pray for me because I still need to go yeah. get food for it. So yeah, that's what I'm on. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not living quite on the wild side. I'm drinking a Chenin Blanc. It is Famille Bougrier brand. I probably said that all the way wrong, but it's so good. I think it's a French wine. Sound like it. And it's delicious. You can get it at Total Wine. I think this is like a $10.99 bottle, but it'll get you where you need to go. It's delicious. Perfect. Child ah! of hot topics. I'm just going to warn y'all right now. This show is going to be long because the way that they was on our nerves. <laughs> it was so much. It's, it's so much happened. It's like, where do we even start? Even going in order. It's like, it's so much from each scene. So It really is. This is a jam-packed <sighs> show. And I think this is a show that we've been waiting for. And they really gave it to us this week. They was like, okay, y'all want the mess? Boom, here's the mess. And it was like mess from beginning to end. All the way. So, y'all, the episode opens up with Giselle being the wicked bitch that she is. (laughs) And, you know, I must say, although Robin irritates me, Mm. at this moment, I was like, okay. Yep. I, I had a little bit of empathy for Robin. And, like, I see her because Giselle was trying to basically still have this event Mm -hmm. and then tell Robin that like you know well because Karen and Wendy had such things to say about her home that they won't be allowed to pee at the event and Robin actually stood her ground and was like no like if you we're not gonna have this event and treat Wendy and Karen different but we gonna get into that later. Human beings. I thought that was so fucking childish. Like, you're really going to tell some grown-ass women that they can't pee at your house? You live in the middle of nowhere, and your quote-unquote lunch is in the middle of a dumpster site, and you're saying people can't go in your house and pee? That is so inhumane and low. I feel like even for Giselle, that was just, why? Why? Like, I just, I hate her. And this episode made me hate her even more. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was just sleeping seeping like literally I'm like I'd already cussed enough when I watched and was like interacting with like everybody else from the hashtag last night but I missed the first 15 minutes and of course like on on demand and on Hulu it's not available until Mm -hmm. the next day so I had to wait so when I got up this morning I was like let me go ahead and watch this so I can get to running my errands and get my work done so I can Mm -hmm. be fully focused on rewind and recap when Mm -hmm. it's time for report and I'm like so Robin because from my point of view, obviously missing that piece, I thought that Robin was in on her telling him not to do that. But I missed in the first 15 minutes of the show. That was when that phone call happened. Right. So I'm like, here's my thing, right? If I don't really care for you, then I'm just not going to invite you to an event. Even if you are a part of the show, <laughs> if I feel that deeply to the point where I would run the risk you piss. of pissing on yourself or having bravo get footage of you having to squat in the woods to pee because i don't want you in my house i would just not invite you before i do some petty shit Period. that way these it's are that y'all simple. are all 
in, in the grand scheme of things, all of y'all are classy, grown, rich women. Why mm-hmm. the fuck would you expect somebody to pee outside of your house? Just don't invite them. Just I don't hate- invite them. <laughs> I don't know. I think Giselle really is like a little off her rocker because of that, like, what's the point? You get off on torturing people. Her wig on this whole entire episode, like, it's just, girl, it's giving Eve's great. No matter. (laughs) Dress her up. Like, it's very much given that. And I wish you could eat that. Oh, bitch. I wanted to burn that damn wig. That piece of straw. All of them like, are like, why why are you in Vivica Fox's collection and you rich? I feel like you really know does. what? If they ever looked at them hashtags and found our podcast, she said some shit to me or tried to be stank. Bitch, you need to do something about your hair. Let's start there. How? How? Please tell me how. Do you have all this money and your hair is ass? Because, bitch, that's the Damn. first thing I'm stepping up. Like, bitch, I got a hair company. But at the end of the day, even before I purchase from my vendor, I still have to actually buy hair. Baby, mm-hmm. I'm doing HD raw hair all day long. <laughs> raw like, Bitch. And oh, you, gosh. the best you can give us is plastic? I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. She looked like a scarecrow. That's all I got from that wig, the scarecrow. It was terrible to look at. I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't get you. I feel like, are you wearing this stuff on purpose? Like, do you get a kick out of people talking about your wigs? Like, I feel like that's what it is. It's to me at this point, it feels intentional because ain't no way you looked at that wig with a straight face in the mirror and said, this is hot. This is it right here. This is, this is the, this is the look because girl, a hot ass mess. Okay. Mm -hmm. A hot mess. Jumping into the next topic, honey. Karen's candle launch and Ray in this text. <laughs> so first of all, I'm let me say I'm proud of Karen because having a um it's it's giving bath and body work Yankee yes. feels. Well, maybe more so bath and body work because you know bath and body work has like the body sprays that mimics mm-hmm. the, cam- the candles. So for her to have like a luxury fragrance and add a luxury fragrance candle line, it makes so much sense. Yep. So I actually want to figure out how I can smell it, not like mm-hmm. spend my money on it first because I'm very big on scents. Because like I said, I don't want to get the candle and it smell like white like diamonds. White diamonds, boom. I'm good. <laughs> I need to be able to smell the candle. So I need to figure out what retailer it's sold at. So that way mm-hmm. I can, you know. Yeah. Figure it out. Sniff, 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 yeah. But actually next- it said like it smelled good when she sniffed it. Like it, all the ladies seemed impressed. So it yeah. might, it might be that girl. You know, I love me some candles. That is my Girl, seat. me too. And it's a three-way. It's a three-way. I didn't like the shade that I thought she kind of gave Winnie because it's like if that's your friend like girl you don't have to keep bringing up the fact that it's like right because if it's good quality I know someone with candles that outlast my bath and body work candles that retail for fucking $24.50 so it's like you gotta be shady I think it was a little shady but I think she was trying to emphasize the contrast because she didn't want it to seem like her and Wendy were doing the exact same thing and you know Auntie Karen, she oh, she just gonna keep emphasizing, you know, this is the difference. You know, don't get it twisted. Like she just she right. gotta just separate them. And it's like, that's not necessary, girl. They candles, like they're candles. You know how many candle brands there are? Y'all good. Y'all both can coexist. It is what it is. But I did like how she ended on that note with Wendy, though. She was like, I'm doing candles, you're doing candles. We both can be two powerful rich ass black women in this room. And I like that. That's why I love Karen. 
So I tweeted from our page and I was like, I really appreciate where Karen and Wendy's friendship is going, considering mm-hmm. how it started off on camera for us. Yeah. This is like yeah. a complete 180. And it I'm is. Like, I love to see it because at this point, I don't want to necessarily say that I label their friendship as genuine. That might be mm-hmm. pushing. But I definitely would say that like, their friendship is growing into something genuine where they're clearly able to show up for each other. Yeah. But I'm getting into that because I do kind of feel like Wendy kind of feels away seeing Karen's final product. We gonna get into that. I saw that side eye. Girl, you I saw that side eye. We here. We here. We here. I'm like, girl, how you gonna we'll get there. Um Ray. <laughs> oh, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Now he getting sexted. He said, I don't know who this is. It's a junk call. It's a junk. He no damn junk call. Give me that phone. Hi, <laughs> right, this is Mrs. Ray Huger. Raymond Huger. Don't say my name. Don't say Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> they watch the show. They already know your name. You had done had text problems in the oh, Washington Post, whatever. Like, everybody know who you are. It's not like you're incognito. I just thought that was funny as fuck. Like, I want to know who they sped past that scene. Like, it wasn't nothing. No, I want to know. Somebody got Ray's number from somebody and was sending some pictures. And I want to know who it is. Who was that young thing? You know how y'all be. I said, oh, and Johnny Ball. Damn, I done gave her one of my quotes. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, you little young, little tenderonis. Ray, you trying to get slapped. You trying like, to get slapped. I feel like Karen played that shit real cool. When them she Bravo did. cameras left, when them Bravo cameras probably left, she probably said, Get your ass. <laughs> Bitch, I will snatch the gray out your beard. Who the fuck you thought <laughs> you was playing camera? Nigga. Oh, no, she put her foot in Ray's ass. He got a good cussing. Oh, uh, because she, that was embarrassing. I would have been like, cutting cameras because we need to talk real quick. That's not a part of the scene. <laughs> Girl, cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. Yeah. We didn't plan this. I need to find out who this bitch is. Because who the fuck texting Ray? <laughs> that shit was funny. Okay. Yeah. Like, the in home sidebar conversations this week was breaking me down. Okay. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was balancing out the fact that I wanted to cuss these heifers out so mm-hmm. same same Candace we gotta Dutt. yeah we gotta get Candace and Dutt. I knew you you called it you said what was gonna stir up the business was Dot spinning it and acting like you know Mia came to her and Mia was the one. Le- Mia did come to her, but Dot was making her rounds. Okay. Dot yeah. was moving all around that parking lot. I, I don't remember what I said. Okay. <laughs> you want to play like she got amnesia. I don't, well, I, I don't remember. I just, I don't recall. Bitch, yes, you do. Yes, you do. I, want I ain't Cand- no way you forgot that. I want Candace to get a new mama so bad. I would really like that. I really liked the bond that, that her and Karen had. That might into liking Candace, which mm-hmm. let me just say, because y'all know this is a Giselle and the Candace hate account. The amount of times that I agreed and empathized with Candace this week made me feel like I wanted to throw up. I'm like, is she maturing? Are, are people just doing more dirt than her this week that has me like, why are you doing that to Candace? I think it's the latter. She ain't matured. Yeah. She yeah. ain't matured. Your mom is low budget. <laughs> Period. That's that's Candace. That's that's good old classic Candace for your ass. She ain't matured enough. Like, I my thing with that, 
is if you don't like your son-in-law, if you think he's too broke for your daughter, just say that. Like, just own it. Be honest with them. And like, but just wait until he really screws up. You can have your opinion and be like, I don't like his tax bracket. I want him to do better. I want him to do, do more. But don't be messy. And give him the benefit of the doubt. Just like Candy said, like, until something happens, like, you know, shit, I can't get my close way too. But until something happens, don't try to put negativity into our marriage. Like, let it be what it is until he's proven guilty. And I feel like that's fair of her to ask of her, of her mom rather than her mom just going around and constantly being negative, constantly trying to create drama. Get him in a chance. Like, he's a good man. What's the issue? And my thing with Dot, if I were Chris and Candace would have been, it's one thing for you to feel a way about me. It's another thing for you to be entertaining a bitch you just met today talking about my personal business. Because at the end of the day, you disliking Chris should have been the last thing on your mind under you being my mom to put that bitch in her place. Because we are at something for me that I have spent 10 grand on to make happen. Mm -hmm. And y'all been over here having sidebar. And you know I got ears like a dog. So had I heard y'all, I would have knocked all this shit over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, I just don't understand how she sat there and took the lack of accountability. So what Mm -hmm. I'm really is when the reunion comes how this shit get brought up after Candace sees what her mom says I really meant to go check her Twitter to see if she had anything to say last week about what her mom had said like I'm just like I just don't understand why Mia felt like that shit was her place and why Mm -hmm. her mom like that's just it's like I feel like Dot is just very jealous of Candace like a woman Um, I feel like sometimes mothers who are jealous or unhappy in their own lives really project everything into their kid. Like nothing is good enough for your child because you want your child to feel like it's something better so they can be miserable. Like, does Dot even have a man? Mm, Yeah, she does. Actually, she's married. Girl. She don't show him very much. He's like seven. That man is being held against his will because Dot is a hot ass mess. Like, I just could not deal with having her as my mother. Like, I would have to literally physically put hands on Dot. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to hold you. Seeing the way she treats Candace irks me to the mm-hmm. point where it's like, Candace will be better off letting a stranger bitch who dislike her be her mother than her actual biological mother i have net well let me not say i've never because i have mm-hmm. seen but to see a mother like another woman like why hating on your child exactly what? actually i actually like the bond that candace and karen had i was actually really sad to see that go awry because i really enjoyed their little you know pseudo mom daughter relationship i thought that was really cute and i was like she needs this because her mom is toxic as fuck and so when they fell out it was like damn i need but, karen and candace to get it back together because karen candace needs that hold her accountable and candace is not like accountability that is true so when she learns to that is true to she's told, a little brat maybe her and karen can reconnect because that's yeah. all it was like her no you were wrong for that shit with monique and you did antagonize her Hello, I says this bitch trying to now she giving the mirror for uh, sis. Are you okay, girl? I have to give the mirror the back project, just now. I project, I project, I project. Them damn hallucinations. I held up the mirror because 
neither one of them like accountability. Candace don't like to be held accountable because her mom doesn't like to be held accountable. Her mom can take accountability for anything that she did at that video shoot. She played like she had amnesia and it was all just, oh, well, it was nothing. It was no malicious intent. Blah, blah. Yes, it was. You spent the whole time in my video shoot spreading bullshit, trying to be messy and gossiping about your daughter and your son-in-law, but all of a sudden you have no recollection of it. Here's my thing, though. If it was not done with ill intention, why couldn't it have been said to my face during my shoot? Because it was exactly. done with ill Exactly. She know like, what do you, what she do you not got a degree. She know damn well. She's a psychologist. Like, she knows how to play fucking mind games. That's the thing. It's like, Candace keeps falling for these same psychological mind games that her mom does every day. And it's like, when are you going to grow up and you know what? I think when Candace finally gets to the point where like she wants to actually heal and take her ass to therapy and mm-hmm. her therapist let her know that even if that's your mama, fuck her, her dot and Candace's relationship is going to be a good storyline if Candace let that shit play out on TV. Because let me tell you how I would cut that bitch off. I just don't have the patience. Candace ain't strong enough for that. Speaking of moms, Mia and her mom with this ice cream um lunch dinner snack whatever the hell they have going on girl (laughs) how did you feel about it I was gonna ask you the same thing because I don't know I have mixed feelings about it only because I feel like I love seeing like families heal through trauma I've talked about this but Mm -hmm. it just feels like it's not going anywhere and I'm just like waiting for the moment you know, waiting for the moment when her mom is going to give a little more, you know, and put in a little more effort. I feel like Mia is still that broken little girl begging for her mom's attention and trying to do, she's doing all the effort. And I feel Mm -hmm. like when it's one person doing all the effort, it's just not going to work, whether it's romantic or family or friends, like relationships, period, are two-way streets. And I just feel like in Mia's scenario, it just constantly seems like she's just pushing yeah and I know her mom says she wants a better relationship but saying and doing are two different things if you say you want a better relationship but you're constantly up your other daughter's ass because I saw you mentioned something about codependency which I definitely agree with you constantly up her ass because you're codependent and that's all you know that's not you wanting a better relationship that's you staying in a place of comfortability and not being willing to push past you know your little comfort zone and try to build a relationship with your other daughter and your other grandchildren like you, you yeah. got to do something moms, you know, you got to do something, you know, and I understand how you can develop codependency, especially when you, you know, get out of prison and there's that one family member who helps you along the way. It's like, you feel like you owe something to them, but you don't owe your daughter your life. You know what I'm saying? Like she helped you when you got out of jail. That's great. But you also do have another child and grandchildren that need your love and attention as well. So I just feel like it's in balance right now. And I'm starting to get a little annoyed, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. So here's the thing. I want I don't disagree with any of what you just said. Now, what I do feel like frustrates me is like you said, Mia is that unhealed little girl. And it definitely translates in the way that she interacts with other women, like the relationship Ooh, yeah. with her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like I get it. It's like at the same time, like I I kind of feel where Mia's coming from. But it sounds like childhood jealousy, maybe. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, it's like, I get it. Because it's like, bitch, I'm your daughter, too. Yeah. Like, you need to show me some 
attention, some love. Like you said, like you have grandkids over here. So it's like, I get both sides of the spectrum. But mm-hmm. at the same time, how can I say this? Because Karen did say how like Mia is very just like direct. Yeah. I think considering her mom's past and not wanting to use that as a crutch, but like, I feel like considering the fact that her mom has had like a drug problem, the mm-hmm. way that Mia takes tone with her mom sometimes when she talks about things can probably be a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know how the mom lives with the sister. I kind of want to see more from like the sister and like, why are you so codependent on your mom? Why is your mom mm-hmm. so codependent on you? Like what's y'all living situation like? Yeah. Because Mia is making it seem like, you know, well, shit, I need you too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't mind know. a family meeting. I would not mind an episode where there's like a family meeting. I wonder I, if <clears throat> that could happen. It's just the way that she is. Yeah. Like I agree. She, she is something else. Very. <gasps> well, I hope they get better. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I definitely hope that they can heal. Now that we have. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, past all the bullshit. I feel like Gordon did something. Oh, I love, oh, let me, before we skip off that, Gordon's input, I really like the fact that he's just always so supportive knowing that his wife is a hot-ass mess. Mm -hmm. I love that he's always so supportive in anything, and he gives, like, a open-minded, non-judgmental, or biased opinion when getting feet. Because Mia need that to balance her wild ass out. I like that, too. I noticed that. are we ready to talk about the LaQuinta Giselle? We're ready for the grand fucking finale, bitch. Let's go to the motel. Okay. Let's let's go ahead and bring it in. Let's go ahead and bring <laughs> it in, bitch. When you text me and was like, bitch, <laughs> you don't have so girl. I had to say, like, let me hold Girl, on. listen. Because I ain't even seen it yet. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Last night I was fucking crying laughing. It was just so Karen's much. facial expression was taking me. Damn. I wish we could have cover art for different episodes because Karen's face would definitely be the cover of this <laughs> and I gotta get I don't know if you're gonna call out this one part that I'm thinking about but Karen at Karen uh-huh. funny tale. Go, <laughs> go ahead go ahead Karen was the best part of this fucking motel gathering like she was really what made it funny for me i was trying to fuck out of her like she was right right because bitch when i don't like you wendy came to fight period wendy came to fight and karen was such a good sport i really was expecting her to because you know she can sometimes be on the defense but she was like i don't know if it was that vaccine that vaccine that vaccine that vaccine but she was just letting it roll off like water on the duck's back. Like she was just, t- I was like, this is the Karen I love. And I really, this is a side note, but I, I really would love, Karen, if you're listening, please drunk call me. I would love to get a call from you at 2.30 in the morning and you off the phone. Learn the words. Girl, I don't like you. I like your husband better. <laughs> but you know, this isn't the first time they've mentioned Karen's drunk calls. Karen apparently has been drunk calling them for years. Like this is like a Karen thing. And it just keeps getting brought up. And I'm like, can somebody record this shit one night? Cause I just want to hear just 10 seconds, please. Cause I know this shit is funny. But anyway, let's start. I, I want to start with Ooh. this construction site that Giselle calls a home. Let's just start at this dumping ground. You couldn't rent a venue. Oh, Rwanda. <laughs> I'm like, 
we couldn't use one of Robin's properties. We couldn't book a venue. Like this is your podcast announcement. And we sitting in dirt. We on a, a cement slab at this point. And this is the best you could do? But you and your broken foot? I just, I didn't appreciate her having kind of a little, little snobbiness about the event with bitch. This is a construction site. We got, we can hear drills and hammers. What a fucking hard ass. It's like, if what? You know, if I know after Giselle tried me, I would have tripped on something out that bitch and had a <laughs> lot waiting on that hoe since you want to play. Since oh, you want to play. My Shit. back and my neck and my ankle. I don't make that bitch pay. I rewinded that shit three times. She said, oh, no, uh, send me a video. <laughs> That's me. That scholar is because I wait outside. I love, this should be a video. We gotta talk about sis this bitch. Episode. She came let's, through. Let's go ahead. She let's came through. 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 Moving on to the I'm good stuff. That her name being all caps. I know that's right. Because she bitch came through and she didn't come to play this episode. I I just uh, I love, I love I want to be her friend so bad. Okay. I want to be her friend. She's the only it's, one who I genuinely like out this franchise. Her and the only one. The only one. And Karen. And it's, yeah. it's the character. It's, it's the character Karen development. She played too fucking much. You'll Karen never go not like Karen. <laughs> it's it's a scholar's character development because she came in so quiet. Always bringing a damn gift. Okay. A scholar always bring a event, a look, a gift, and class. And she Hair. showed up never out of place always on point and she kind of came into the, the the early scenes like quiet you know little smile little kiki i'm participating mm-hmm. but she just slowly started you know opening up more sharing more giving her perspective and bitch she she gave it to me last i want girl listen i want them to give her a champagne glass so how ass. i need yes i oof she couldn't wait to say that. She can wait. She, she, wait. she was sitting on that. Okay. It was like there. a little kid waiting to cut. She was thinking Mia as a hoe for the longest. Cause she the way that just slid out, honey. Honey, before oh we God. even jump into Mia versus Wendy, I just want to talk about the lack of accountability and the bullshit. Giselle, it just gave mm. me big bad bitch and not bad bitch in a good way. Like no. bad as in a horrible bitch. Mean. Like you are yeah. a terrible ass person. You brought all of these women to your podcast launch just for you to only ask questions that were offensive to Wendy and Karen only. After Robin told your ass that she did not want to be a part of something that was going to treat them differently. But here's where I'm on Robin's ass. Bitch, I know Giselle went over them fucking questions with you before she did that shit. That so, was new to Robin. Look look at the devil trying to choke me up because he don't want me hopping at that. <laughs> Listen, the, the mm-hmm. lack of accountability with these bitches irritate me. Like At this point, I don't even want to call them women. Y'all bitches. Mm-hmm. You and Mm-hmm. you had the fucking nerve to act like wendy was wrong for responding very like way more calm than i would have when you are clearly attacking her i don't understand this mentality of bitches who bully people and then when the bullied bully back then it's like oh oh you don't have no regard for me and my family like bitch you just sat here and tried to drag her what you wanted her to do play, play patty cake with your ass are you stupid are you stupid? I know the answer is yeah, but I want to know if you think you're stupid. My thing with that <clears throat> was, again, they dish what they can't take. 
they jab and jab and jab and jab and jab. And then the minute you bite the fuck back and like try to get right with them, oh, shut up. You're doing too much. I'm with that. Bitch, you lucky I haven't hopped across this table and beat your ass. You lucky I'm just verbally fighting you because the way y'all come at me, I got every right to be on your both of y'all asses right now. When Ascala said what she said, I said, bitch. Okay, Ascala is me in the group, but like calmer. Cause I would have been got on their ass. And I love the fact that like, yeah, like, and let me tell you, it's like, and Robin, this is how you should have known that you were wrong. You introduced a scholar to Wendy. So the fact that your friend had to get on your ass about your character and your behavior towards another woman that she met through you should let you know that your ass is tripping. But you so fucking far up Giselle's ass that you can't seem to understand that you don't know how to think for yourself because you get big balls and you get around Giselle because you know Giselle ain't gonna do nothing but amp it up and encourage it. I just, I don't understand I like what was the point in inviting Karen and Wendy if you were going to just attack them? And for me, it's just like if if Karen went on her bat her vaccine, her vaccine shot, ain't no telling how she would have reacted. I really do feel like whatever they put in her goddamn Pfizer or Johnson and Johnson or whatever the other damn shot is really calmed mm-hmm. her ass down. Yeah. Because for sure. I feel like has she been in normal Karen state? It would have been some bottles thrown in that bitch. Yeah. Like, I, I got to go back to, to Giselle and Robin because I just, I don't know how much Bravo is paying them to keep these type of antics going, but it's it's just like, it's tired. Y'all are, y'all are late forties, early fifties. Y'all have children. Y'all have, one of y'all have a man. Like, it's like, I- I'm screaming at one I, of y'all have a man. I can't make sense of how grown as middle-aged women with businesses and children and a platform are using that platform to be little bullies. It's it's not clicking for me up here. And it's like, when someone tries to rationalize with you and also kind of give you back what you're giving, it's it's just, it's an abomination. Like, it's just, oh, get out of my house. Like, it's like, are you like are you crazy like I really think they're not I don't know what's going on with those two up here and you're right I feel like somebody puts a battery in Robin's back when she's around Giselle because when she's not around her she's actually bearable Mm -hmm. but when she gets around her it's like oh she's just I'm just gonna back up everything Giselle says and you know Giselle gonna instigate everything and make you feel good about what you're saying and so they just piggy the negativity just bounces off of each other like little magnets or shit some shit and it's just like that's really what your friendship is built off on. Like, I don't, I don't want a friend like that. Like, I don't want a friend who ignites my toxic behavior instead of calling me out on it and trying to make me be a better person. Like, I don't, that's not a friend to me. That's not a fucking misery buddy, in my opinion. And not even, and you know what? I feel like if, like I said, with Robin going to therapy, I feel like if Robin ever gets to a place where she can heal, her and Giselle are not going to be friends if Giselle don't hurry up and heal. Because at this point, Y'all have history, but y'all also have a lot of trauma, misery, bonding that goes on between y'all. And Period. once one of y'all is no longer miserable, I guarantee they're not going to be friends anymore. You said it's like I that. Thousand percent agree. They're gonna go from true. being like the green eyed bandits to like it's gonna some shit gonna happen between them. Even as miserable as Robin is, is on Robin. My money's on Robin too. Robin, even though Robin is a bitch, she's also. <laughs> sensitive and I feel like once she gets a grip of how to be an individual at 49 
I'm crying at four at nine. <laughs> she's going. She's going to move away from Giselle. Like, I thousand percent agree. I thousand percent because I, I feel like Robin's also more level headed. Robin is better at being empathetic. Sans Giselle, you know, she's reasonable when she's not around Giselle. She's empathetic. She's reasonable. She's level headed. She's fair. Most importantly, she's fair. Giselle is not a fair person. Giselle lives in Giselle land and she makes up bullshit ass rules and shit that only only she can keep up with. Like you don't never know what the fuck she's gonna do. And Robin's not really like that. And it's like she's latched on to her specifically because trauma bonding, just like what you said. But once that cord is cut through therapy and true healing, it's a wrap, baby. Who who who, who Giselle gonna have then? And then damn sure ain't gonna be her kids because Grace and them <laughs> get her ass together. I was just been saying gonna be them kids. I said, I'll- is them kids to start the show they baby and baby. swoop their little bang back and keep it moving <laughs> i should talk about them getting on wendy and saying that wendy was whack for bringing that up i'm sorry are y'all not talking about somebody at their event but the friend is wrong for telling her but i said that last week i don't know that i would have told candace because you just don't know how Candace is going to react. Right. But this y'all friend, y'all supposed to be there to support her and y'all talking shit. Mm-hmm. And y'all want to talk about time and place? Bitch, when have any of y'all hoes ever been considerate to time and place? But because you <laughs> mad at Wendy, now time and place matters. I can't stand a goalpost mover. I it's hate so that. It's so fucking much. It's so much. I feel like Potomac felt like local Twitter timeline last night. That's Bitch. what it felt like. That's literally what it felt like. When it's somebody who people don't, that's not, how can I say this? To bring it to Twitter terms, when it's somebody who like everybody in the city or that's from a certain school don't know and they have an opinion, people attack. Mm. But when somebody who is known amongst the group, then it's all rah-rah. They're trying to shift the goalposts Mm -hmm. to make it spin in their favor i don't give mm-hmm. a fuck if we best friends or i hate you if you right you right and if you wrong you wrong with these bitches it's like like you said giselle makes up her own rules like oh it's whack like this whole you literally only had this podcast event to tear down and it's like why are you being mad why are you being upset why are you taking it so personal because bitch all your questions are directed towards wendy was like, Wendy not are you with them the whole time like are you stupid are, you am i crazy know the answers to because if they said if if wendy threw you know what i'm saying let me just say (laughs) as mad as wendy was i would have made i would have had that couples event and i would have had me some questions at that couples retreat play chess so play chess in front of the now we not i'm not gonna just embarrass you in front of the women the women when it's just you and your dry wig and your glass of wine at this thing <laughs> while we here with all our husbands i'ma ask some questions and i'ma ask the husbands at what point do you stop respecting i, I have a question for the men Let, let's pull something out the head at what point do you stop respecting a woman who you have cheated on multiple times and have had multiple children on before you make her have to walk away from you I just want to get y'all input on that. Speak on it. Bitch. Because ultimately that's what Giselle was doing to Wendy and Karen. Bitch, you on a reality TV? You might as well play chess, bitch. Because with Giselle, you got to play Giselle's game. Because if you don't play a game. Like how Moni got her ass with that motherfucking binder. With that fucking. (laughs) 
She, said, you see, okay. she was mute. I'm, I'm bringing everything. I'm gonna make sure I don't leave nothing out. Oh, it's whack. You got that binder. Is it, bitch? Are you mad that I did research about <laughs> actual facts? Because I think that's oh. the fact that it was true. Bruh, I will never get over her saying that's his number. That's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just well, you, but but you, know, you gotta right. You gotta pull a Monique. I know that ain't nothing happening. <laughs> you gotta pull a Monique, and Monique had that ass on mute because Monique had all the text messages. She had everything. Yeah, oh yeah, Jamal told me, bitch. She ain't tell you all this. You ain't you ain't see all the details. That's why you I know your shot. ass didn't. And they're gonna try to say that Grace and them twins been in bears. Girl, they know they daddy ain't shit. Girl, Please. I was crying. Jamal's trying to give us the news about Kelly Price. Nigga, you be lying to Giselle. Nobody, we need I a reliable source. I saw that. I saw that. We need like, a reliable source. What the fuck are we going to this nigga for? For what? Why are we talking to him? How you can show up for Kelly but can't show up for Giselle? You're a liar. Like, bring that up at the reunion. Oh, how do we tweet in questions? Because I'm sure going to tweet Bitch, we need to find yeah. out. I would be like, Giselle, mm-hmm. how does it feel to have Jamal show up for Kelly Price but not for how? You are, you, how you does need it, help. Please let me know, D'Angelo. How does it fucking feel? Oh, not D'Angelo. Does oh she my god! You away from him. How does it feel, girl? I really want Wendy to like. I can I, I wish she would have just played nice. I wish she would have just played nice. Let Giselle come, and then boom, like you said, hit her with a game where we doing the same fucking thing that we did in Motel Giselle Husband Edition. The look, the La Quinta Hotel Rwanda. Okay, the looking time. I can't. Kyle. Oh. So then mm-hmm. versus Wendy, because of course, after they bring up the fact that Wendy mentioned this at Candace's party, Mia and Wendy get into it. Mm-hmm. This is what threw me off. Are you trying to throw her off? I said. It was so much like gaslighting. I had to cover and... my mouth. I had, girl, you, the words right now. I had to cover my mouth. And literally, like, you know, I was watching this, like, on TV, so I couldn't pause mm-hmm. it. I said, I, girl, I grabbed this blanket. I said, I want to, I want to strangle these hoes. the same way. It was psychotic. psychotic. Gaslighting this grown-ass woman when y'all were dead-ass wrong. Imagine if y'all were never talking shit about her. Wendy wouldn't have had anything to say. And has Candace approached any of y'all raggedy ass bitches for talking about her yet? Because we know Candace don't hold back. You're trying to gaslight. And the thing that I do not like about Mia is Mia is so fucking flip floppy. I believe she's a Gemini. She is a true underdeveloped Gemini. I don't care for her. I don't I care. Think, I, I, I definitely was very much, because you know, I've been trying to root for Mia. I've been trying to hold out for Mia. I've been you? trying to hold out for Mia. But the way she showed her whole the radar ass, I be knowing. The way she showed that silicone ass <laughs> last night. <laughs> and it, it was just the constant Y'all deflecting and gaslighting. It was making me sick. Like, you trying to make me think I'm crazy. Like, you, bitch, you literally were there rubbing elbows with her mama. Asking, is he getting paid? Is he on payroll? With the th- Like, I wouldn't do that. It don't never work. But I'm wrong for informing my friend that someone that is not even close to her, let alone close to her mama, is asking inappropriate questions. I, it's, it's not connected. And then for her to just like, 
really trying to villainize Wendy for just being a good friend. And then I love how Candace showed up and was like, no, I don't care. I'm happy she told me. Like, yep. yes, it, because girl, that's why I be rooting for Candace. But I'm like, if Wendy was wrong for anything, it was for telling her in that moment. But I did. Yeah. Let me tell you something, bitch. The next time you have something, don't invite these hoes because they right. definitely talk about your mama. So let's jump to Candace walking in and them telling her that they were just talking about her. Mm-hmm. And being the one to bring it up. Oh, we were just talking about you. Yeah. Yeah. You also, girl, you really don't care. Because you know she, she about to don't get care. I want, you know, now, now, I, I want them to fight. I want Mia to get dragged. I, you saw I, I, that lettuce first, though. She can't. But you was mad at them. Monique. You was mad at Monique. You ain't, you ain't got to bring up the past, friend. We ain't, we ain't got to talk about the past. Oh, no, we don't but, bring up the past. <laughs> we need to draw parallels so bitches understand <laughs> what in hot seat. because at the end of the day i need to see monique be given a public <laughs> apology by wendy because wendy went out her way to defend these green-eyed bastard ass bitches that is and true take up for them for the way that they mistreated monique just for these hoes to turn they back on her this year in a season in a pandemic when emotions are already high I don't know. You owe Monique. Okay. Maybe she owes Monique, but Monique was still wrong in that. She had she had her wrongdoings. Now Candace still Candace still ain't learned her fucking lesson. Candace making it very hard to defend her when she got Molly Wap. She's making it very hard because she's doing the same shit. She's doing the same shit again. Throwing letters first. Like, you know, you can't unless she done took some classes, you can't fight. And so maybe she, she thinks she can fight Mia. Maybe she thinks she can fight Mia because Mia like a nice little pretty girl. But I don't know. Mia like she done been through some things. Mia was in a strip club. Mia may not be the motherfucking one. <laughs> Mia might Mia being a little talking about her feet dance and shit. Yeah, she probably got a good old right hook too. Not lost on the boulevard is. Yes. <laughs> I think Mia is a little secret fighter. I think Candace, she. Mm. Candace, I want I want yeah. to root for you, but you might be barking up the wrong tree yet again. I just feel like, you know, Mia was just very bold and like, oh, we was just talking about you. And for them to be like, yeah, Wendy was wrong. I thought it was like, and Candace was like, no, she wasn't. She was being a Yeah. Friend. Boom. And here come, here come, here come um Wendy, reasonably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's killing me. This pa- that damn palette in the moments that they was holding that should have had me crying. The editing on this episode was fucking girl. Flawless. I know whoever girl. was cutting the final cut was crying, laughing, fucking having a ball. Especially they had some wine or shit while they was doing this because this was Bro. prime reality TV. Like, Bro. and then when Wendy came with the guns because I think Giselle said something about you jealous or something. Wendy was like jealous of this, <laughs> and I was like, damn. <laughs> Jealous like, of your construction site, bitch? What? She, she was ready, okay? Like, I just could not. Robin inserting herself, being messy. Like, girl, you really feel a way about Wendy saying that shit about you and Juan. Like, you you talking about you think that Wendy should have let some shit go? You really hold on to the fact that she called it out for what it was. Because you and Ron relationship is non-existent. That's some codependency for your ass. Cause mm-hmm. ain't no way I'm about to divorce a man that been cheating on me and just because we got kids together. We gonna we gonna be divorced with still living in the same house and I'm still fucking on you. No, nigga, you have to get the fuck out of my house. I might still fuck on you, but you're not oh, gonna I, be in my house. Why you you we see the material? Why oh, I probably still fuck on why, but you're not gonna be in my house. 
<laughs> I mean, just a little apartment, you know. <laughs> George need to move on up. Oh God, get some Alice and I come over, but I'm going back home afterwards. Girl, I I was just living for Wendy. And I was living for Candace and Wendy's like, Wendy nah, I, I got you. She My looked amazing. Face. Makeup and hair was flawless. She looked good. Looked good. I thought the, I thought the pants were cute, but I don't know about the combo. It was too, too contrasted with the two solids. It I gave Pepto-Bismol at the top and like cute pants. <laughs> cute pants. <laughs> I, we got to talk about Ashley. Ashley, her big mouth. Uh, she loved coming into stuff that she was not present for. Time. Girl, shut the fuck up. I went up in a man sister. Mush. Like, girl, shut up. Shut up. You want to be involved so bad. Shut up, Titty. <laughs> please. Please. Her breast milk just please. feels so, like, not involved. And they want to be involved so bad that it's giving desperation. So when Candace got on her ass, I said, oh my God, I know that we're in a fucking apocalypse because I was just living for Candace this entire episode. Like, Ashley, please shut up. Why do you keep having comments about shit you are not in attendance for? Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. No. Why are you talking? Why are you talking? And need I remind you, Giselle and Robin tried to make your life a living hell. I just don't understand what it is to the caving in of Robin and Giselle by these other bitches. It might be a little light skin alliance. Like I don't, I don't understand. I, girl. I feel like Ashley has wanted to be a part of the little green eyed bandit kit. <laughs> then why green eyed bandit clique <laughs> for girl. a minute? Like I feel like for a couple seasons she's just attached herself to robin and giselle she's always been a part of their antics and it's like for what like you want to be attached because ashley's messy so it's natural for her to be gravitating to messy ass old women but it's like girl get some friends your own age for one girl get you some young mommy friends like some bitches who are in a different space in life because these two old bitches they act like they ain't got shit to lose and you got a lot to lose you got two young kids like young kids baby still the city and you being messy both of them still probably on the titty and it's like you can't stay away from mess i don't get it i just i don't understand ashley i don't like ashley and like you would think motherhood would make her at first i felt like it made her a little more empathetic and like chill but it's like she don't got that alcohol and shit back in her she's like rejuvenated into the old ashley again it's like girl put the baby's out and now she's just back to how she was and i just i'm tired like i'm just sick of ashley i'm sick i am sick of her forehead too i ain't gonna lie I'm about like She's Candace now. I'm projection. It back on to you. It's Candace, aka. It's who you do right by me, okay? Because <laughs> that's what it was given. <laughs> it was given until you Wait. do right by me. Finger curl. Honey, you a damn fool. When oh Mia and Candace <laughs> started to get into it. I said, oh my God. I had to hold my chest. Oh my God. I had to Your hold my like, chest. I, I had to make sure I wasn't coming to something that was low budget. Your mama's low budget. Damn. I said, she took the knife and twisted that bitch. <laughs> so Mia's mom is her trigger point, clearly. 
Ooh, that was just not, it wasn't cool. How that works when you meddle in people's personal business and Ashley don't know shit about your mama, but she say something about your mama and now you upset. But you know what? That's to Candace's, to Candace's defense, even though that was below the belt, Mia getting chummy with her mama and asking her about her personal marital business was also below the belt. So if you're going to fight fire, baby, I'm going to fight fire too. And I can't help that your mom was on drugs. At this point, how I feel. I have to separate myself from people who I know that I do not care for Mm -hmm. because nothing that I say to you if I say anything to you at all, it's going to be mature. It's just it's not, not going to be constructive. It's not I'm going to make sure that I hurt you in the worst way. Mm-hmm. And who needs Burn that? Before I have to hurt you in the worst way, physically. But I'm good mm-hmm. at both. Who needs that? That's why I just like, I can't, I, you don't exist. I'm blocking, I'm eliminating because- I, like, you literally do not matter to me. Look, I have to tell Bravo, I understand we got to film for these events, but y'all better keep that bitch at a minimum. I don't know how much more y'all paying her to entice me, but unless mm-hmm. y'all gonna cover my lawyer fees and my bail, y'all better keep that bitch away from me if y'all want mm-hmm. to say that. Period. Like, Mia, Bravo, has that up. Mia has just done the absolute most with every single woman on this show that is just like, you really trying to earn your keep. And don't get me wrong, as much as I dislike her, just like Kenya, she's great for the show because of the yeah. mess that she brings. But as far as somebody who has to be on that cast to deal with her, I don't care for that. Because at the end of the day, you were wrong. And not to mention, you were the reason why everybody was, in, was concerned with Candace and Chris's financial business yeah. because you came to the set early to be judgmental and to speak to her mom about the shit and then brought Giselle and Robin into it when you were there and Robin tried like she don't like she didn't care and then got in her confessional and made a comment about it Dot came to Karen Karen did not come to Dot that was how Karen got it and then Giselle gonna try to say she's like well Karen was talking to your mama too hell no right trying to sway yourself and I love that Wendy was like you talk about everybody's talking to her but didn't even bring yourself into the mix come on talk about it talk come on accountability come on accountability talk about it bitch you wanted to host this whole fucking lunch to try to get on me and karen ass ended up being the one leave not even leaving because i mean you was already outside anyways but you was already with your head down because you done got embarrassed on your own front porch porch in your own walkway karen said this is how i know she you know ain't with it because we're not even in your house this is public property. How you gonna kick this damn Karen? We when I told you we done said all my quotes, I feel like I don't even got no game at the end. <laughs> I done kept like two of mine. One of them I kind of spilled. I, I got a couple for us, so, friend. Karen is so fucking bruh. Funny. I, we need to give Karen. We need to give Karen a vac- uh Karen a vaccine shot once a week. Okay. Yes. If this is what it does. Like, please shoot her up, shoot her up because this is funny as fuck. And uh, Karen was saying everything that I was thinking. Like, how the fuck you gonna kick somebody out your yard? This is a construction site. We're not in your house. Get out my home. Get out my home. Bitch, we in your dirt yard <laughs> with Girl. other construction yeah, trucks at your burial site, okay? That's <laughs> your burial. She was fucking buried yesterday. We were deaf. And bitch, speaking of buried, when Wendy was like, oh, it's like the same blog that said you had an STD. I said, here, here we go. The tea 
My throat was scorched. My throat was scorched. I said, did she just say that? So before we jump to Candace and Mia full blown in this projection and Mm -hmm. Queen Ascala, Queen Ascala. Address her with respect. Honey, when Robin read off that last question, I was already irritated with her, but I'm like, I feel like a lot of this is Giselle's doing. But for you to take the phone, oh, I'm going to let Robin read off this last question. And you know that it was a dig at Wendy. And then for you to be shocked at the way that Wendy talked to you and you, t- my pet peeve is when a bitch piss me off and I give it to their ass and they tell mm-hmm. me to calm down. Mm-hmm. Oh no, bitch, I'm about to turn up. Mm-hmm. Even because how dare you be offensive towards me and then want me to be gentle to you in my response? Who the fuck do I look like to you? Charmin Ultra Thin? You got me fucked up. Because, <laughs> bitch, I'm about to fucking wipe your ass with a rough ass paper towel. You got me fucked up. Who are you talking to? And Wendy's tone, even though it was very like, reading her she was very calm robin was right. getting so amped. Exactly. i love that wendy read these bitches down like if y'all hoes really cared all of y'all hoes got my number and what y'all should have did before y'all ran y'all fucking mouth was came to me as my friend to one let me know that you saw something to make sure that i was okay instead of trying to act like you were concerned about me getting my body done mm-hmm Here's the thing. How many bitches get mommy makeovers? It is literally a, a, niche, a niche for that. That could have been something that, because when we met Wendy last season, she had just had Cam. So mm-hmm. like how you don't know that she had been planning and it just never aired on the show that she'd been talking to Ed like, hey, I want to get a mommy makeover. These, I've been breastfeeding, my titties on the floor. I ain't really got that exactly. much ass. I appreciate you for working with what I'm giving you mm-hmm. let me go ahead and do something for the both of us because I know that this is going to make me feel good about myself and I want to always stay on my game like why would how you do you know that's, that's not what she that's was not true would fuel Wendy to do something that's going to permanently change her body she's not you bitches y'all exactly she's not exactly y'all. yep you said Bro, that when I tell you when Robin read that question, I'm like, yo, if Wendy don't yoke this bitch up, oh my bro. it was the class for me. Wendy is so classy. And she let me tell you something. Because I don't know if I would have been the same way. Behind my kids and my husband. Receive. What'd you say? That wasn't for you to receive. I said in her yard. I know that bitch. Right. And then, like, I just, mm, like, Giselle and Robin just, like, they make my ass itch. Because it's like, what do you gain from this? At the end of the day, what, what are you gaining from nitpicking at her life? What, what are you getting from this? And then I just really We loved... see that love her. <laughs> we can't say the same for Juan and, and Jamal. Period. And, clearly, and definitely not Jamal. Period. I personally just enjoy Wendy. Do Jamal even know you? 
Does he? Oh, okay. mm. I personally enjoy Wendy reading him to filth with a laid wig and a beat face. I was eating it up. I was like, you better look the fuck good burying these bitches in her construction yard. You better. Girl. Girl. You better. I'll and she did the damn thing. Can you dig here? Dig yeah, here. Dig two. 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 Child. And she was I- right. Like, like I, I think we mentioned this on the show before this episode of how, like, they should have just came to her one-on-one. If y'all were that concerned about her marriage and what could have been in the blogs, come to me privately with respect and genuine compassion. Say, hey, girl, you know, the blogs be lying, but this came up. Want to just make sure you good. Is it a lie? Okay, cool. We done. You good. Like, just, that takes five minutes. I just don't understand shit like that. I would never call somebody my friend and hear about something personal and then think oh this bitch only doing that because of what she went through and then to spread a rumor before i come to my friend well Mm -hmm. first of all i don't spread a rumor at all because you are my friend like these bitches just don't have no integrity they don't have that concept i think the only people i think the only people in this group that have that concept would be candace ascala and wendy to be truthfully honest with you i don't think karen karen played a field we're gonna be honest auntie karen like stay lukewarm I think the only people who are like, because Candace and Wendy stick together. And then Ascala has shown that she's an objective person. Like she's going to lean towards right, no matter who it is. If it's Robin yeah. and Robin is right, she's going to lean towards right. If Giselle is happened to fucking be right out of nowhere, she's going to lean towards Girl, right. And that's never- what I like about Ascala. She doesn't choose sides based on how much I like you. She chooses sides based on what the fuck is the right thing to do. And not every bitch can A do that. A woman of integrity and looks, I stand. You see the you see the heavenly glow on her. That bitch be glowing. Step in the room, and it's like, how can you not look at a scholar? I really appreciate Wendy reading and getting them together, and then for Robin to retreat to like, why are you getting so upset? You're making it something that is not, bitch. I uh, what do you mean? It's drawn out, plain and simple. How am I mm-hmm. making it something that is not? I'm literally answering the questions that you are throwing at me. Yeah. If you, why would you keep bringing that up? If we made up then why are all of these questions meant to do things that may trigger me? So like, did we make up or no? Because exactly. y'all talking about people holding on to grudges and this whole questionnaire is an example of you bitches holding on to grudges. Like, do we not see the parallels? Or are we Wendy, known? Wendy literally apologized genuinely to Robin because Wendy's a grown fucking woman. She knows when she says some shit out of anger. Okay, I may have been thinking it and I said it out of anger, but like, I don't genuinely wish harm on you and Juan or wish demise on your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when a bitch like Wendy comes to me and say, I'm sorry, I really like genuinely like didn't mean to say that it was wrong. I let that shit go. But I feel like Robin has been harboring that ever since Williamsburg up to now and probably will continue to. She never really let it go. And it's like, but what you, you don't her shit about Wendy and her successful marriage because Literally. you Girl, where you stand out with Juan? That's all that shit is. She don't fucking know. They. She's not even planning a wedding. She's not even planning the wedding. Like this man proposed mm-hmm. to you, and it's probably been a year at this point, and there's no wedding planning going on. Like, what is really going on with you and Juan? Karen and that's what she don't want to talk about. He planned in two seconds, and you and Juan have been living in that same damn house since goddamn <laughs> 300 BC, and you ain't pl- even thought about a goddamn Pinterest sticker, bitch. Please. But um, speaking of Ascala, I just want to give her a little praise break moment because she's earned it. My girl, my girl, my she's sister. earned her moment. 
She's earned it. And I'm just like, I knew it from the minute we saw you. Like the minute she was in Robin's warehouse or Robin's like little suite where she does her little embellished shit. I was like, something about this one. She's different. She's a bad bitch. She's just soft-spoken with class. Like she ain't really here for the rah-rah bullshit. She's not doing that. Like, I like her. And then she's just started to develop. And it's just been her moral compass. Like you said, being a woman of integrity. She's been unshakable when it comes to that. And the rest of these bitches on this show are shakable as fuck. They like fucking silly putty. Like they shakable as fuck. Like it's just, they, they have no integrity. They have no grounding. They have no foundation. They have no commitment to anything, no dignity. And a scholar is the complete opposite. Just a breath of fresh air. She deserves a rest. That's not on me is ho ass. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Was she the mediator? Bitch, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. Shut the fuck up with your ho ass. Sit down with your ho ass. Now I done did a me and brought back the wrong, the wrong teeth. Bro, that bitch, shit took other me ones are insecure, bitch. Have you seen a scholar compared to you? And I hate to put bad bitches against one another, but bitch, you can't hold a candle to a scholar. Not no. in fit, not in class, not in integrity, no. not in looks. No. Like, I'm not finna go in on me. Face card overly valid, okay, bitch? I was gonna say, I'm not gonna go in on Mia. Face like, card. are you stupid? Are you stupid? What's wrong with you, Mia? Like, are you blind? You are upset because Ascala told you that your ass wrong. I love the fact Ascala was like, y'all, the question that y'all brought up was very condescending. It it's was messy. Very, it, yeah, like th- what y'all said was some bullshit. Very much Candy Burris. What you said <laughs> was some bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> literally y'all said some <laughs> bullshit and then oh, got mad. you can like she told him you cannot say some shit that's offensive and then be mad when wendy comes back what did mm-hmm. she can mm-hmm. it was nothing wrong about what she said and i love the fact that she was directing it towards robin like bitch we are friends i'm talking to you that mm-hmm. shit was wrong you said some bullshit to her don't yeah. tell her how to reply to you being a bitch talking about she taking it serious and then when wendy read her ass and all she could do was sit <laughs> girl who you text so ho ass who that who shit killed me candy with that motherfucking projector bitch, bitch. I, speaking of candy i feel like a scholar kind of reminds me of candy even though candy got a toxic mama candy is like the moral compass of the Atlanta housewife. She's like in tech, like whenever in tech, she tells the truth. Like she's gonna tell the fucking truth. She's gonna be on the side of right, whether you her best friend or not. She's gonna mm-hmm. check it. And I feel like that's how a scholar candy, is for well, Potomac. Well, you kind of did say that. You, yeah, you, oh. you know, I just you, you know, you did. <laughs> you did. You said that. <laughs> and I just, you know, are we sure? And- to be honest with you, that's what Potomac has been missing. Someone who tells the truth all the time. Because I love Monique. Don't get me wrong. Monique only like rubbed me a little the wrong way just because how she handled the Candace fight after the fact. I wasn't mad at her beating Candace's ass. I've said this. It was how she handled it after the fact. Before that, I really like Monique. But I felt like Monique had some moments where she was lying. Like it was some things that just mm-hmm. wasn't adding up. And 
she almost was the moral compass of the Potomac Housewives, but not quite. And I feel like Escala is exactly what these bitches need because she's going to call it out. She's going to be honest. She's going to be objective. And she's going to just say the fucking truth. And we haven't had that yet for this franchise. And that could have been why they placed her on this show because all they've had is mess. They haven't had a Candy Burris. They haven't had like a bitch who's going to come with the facts all the time. And I mm-hmm. think that's what you need in a messy group. You need one person. Just one that you can always say, no, this bitch don't lie. What happened? A scholar, tell me what happened. And she gonna tell the truth. Yeah, and my thing is like, everybody needs a friend that tells it like it is. I love the Mm -hmm. fact that like, Scala is just not a yes man. Like, she's not going with what everybody thinks it is. And she's never in the middle of the mess. Mm -hmm. Like, I really do like that. And I live for her moment of her getting on Mia, like, Candace basically letting them know like y'all supposed to be there to be supportive of me so anything mm-hmm. that was negative like why would y'all even come right y'all are mad at Wendy for being my friend and telling me what it was but y'all hoes wasted y'all time and y'all gas to come to my shit while smiling in my face and being in my motherfucking video while y'all spent the entire time talking shit about me to my mother and my thing is mm-hmm. i would expect at this point in a franchise that y'all know the type of relationship that candace has with her mom and the last person that y'all should be conversing with about something pertaining to candace personal shit is her mother mm-hmm. why are Period. you talking? why are you talking to her if you know the relationship that me and my mother has there is no reason why you need to be running your mouth to my mom all of y'all and the thing is, Mia know she knows that her mom is messy. And I think that's why she was doing what she was doing. She knows Candace's mom is toxic. Mm-hmm. She knows Candace's mom talks down on Candace and has her little snide remarks. And it's like, why? Like, you had malicious. Shut up, Dot. It was ma- malice involved. She had malicious intent because it Mia's was not dumb. There was no malicious intent. Like, girl, you weren't right. What the fuck? Up, right and it's like up. i know i know mia watched this show before she joined this show she did her research she probably went through all these fucking seasons she's seen the candace and dot dynamic so how are you gonna sit here and like act like it wasn't malicious when you know my mom sadly has it out for me and doesn't want me to be happy uh-huh. and you want to sit here and act like oh, i just concerned i went yeah but if you concerned text me call me give me some Girl, advice my said if you are my friend if you are so concerned come to me so concerned my thing is if you know that you've been in business with gordon before and you've seen it go left i would simply say hey girl i understand what i'm about to say and this next sentence is already going to be a contradicting so i can understand if you feel like i'm overstepping my boundaries but i know you mentioned that chris is your manager i have worked and built my chiropractic franchise under gordon and Mm -hmm. i know how difficult it could be when it comes down to working with my significant other if i could ever be of any advice or if you have any if you have any questions about how to possibly like you know keep your marriage balanced since y'all are going into something new with him managing you please let me know i would love to help but your intention was not to help your intention nope. was to meddle. Your intention was yep. to be a bitch. Your intention was to pour your misery into time. shit and then snatch your hand back as if you don't know what you were doing. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I would have received that. Like, that's very, to me, if, if my friend would have came to me and said some shit like that, I would have been like, 
Thank you, friend. Like, you know, I appreciate that. We're going through a rough time. It is hard. Da, 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 da. If you got some advice, run in my way. Like, I think that would have been such a great exchange. It would have been so productive, so positive. But like you said, there's no way that you really thought in your messy ass mind that the way you went about it was compassionate and genuine and like showing true concern because it wasn't. And it was some bullshit. And- and then to say that it wasn't done with malicious intent, but before I could even be disrespectful to you and I let you know, like, I don't like, and girl, I was just shocked at how like calmly Candace came at her before she got disrespectful. So for, for ra-ta-ta-ta-ta Candace to be calm, <laughs> I was just shook. Like, girl, I expected you to just cuss her out from the jump. I wasn't expecting no break. No empathy, no like Me too. you legit going to jump on her ass. Just like you know, that just wasn't okay. For me, it's to then jump into what well, I wasn't expecting to come to something low budget. Like, all right, now when Candace called her mom a low budget, and I will give Candace a pass of not knowing her relationship with her mom for mm-hmm. her saying that. Like, I probably said some shit like that too. You bitch, I know, bitch, your mama low budget. Yeah, Girl, bitch, that was such bitch, a that was... job you got low budget. Bitch, some lip fillers you got low budget. Facts. I would do the same thing if I didn't know the uh-huh. mother daughter dynamic. But that was such a Dr. Heavenly thing to do. And I saw somebody else tweet that Candace pulled a Dr. Heavenly. Because Dr. I don't know if you watch Married to Medicine, but Dr. Uh-huh. Heavenly is good for saying, your mama, your, your mama did you, your mama, your mama got best. Like your, Dr. Heavenly is so bad for like saying your mama as is a that combat, the dentist? A, com, yes, as a combat. I want to go to her. Her work is great. It is. You know, she's in a I, I want to go to her too. I'll get some fucking veneers from her. I want veneers from her too. I've I've bookmarked her because I'm like, I I really want to go down to Heavenly, like that is. But I really thought she was channeling Dr. Heavenly because as soon as Mia said what she said, the first thing out of her mouth was your mama. And it's like, I was like, damn, Dr. Heavenly is sitting right here. (laughs) I'm sorry. It was funny. Girl, she just, when I tell you, I just cannot with Mia. Like, girl, It's just so many of these women in this circle that I know that if I ever had to be put in a situation where I had to be around girl, like I'm just not showing restraint because sometimes some people don't understand, like you can't stop at verbal altercations with people. Sometimes you literally have to just put hands on bitches Mm -hmm. and pray to God that it don't end up in a felony assault or some shit like that. That Sometimes you really got to slap a bitch. Because bitch, sticks true. and stones may break my bones, but guess who will break yours? Me. Period. Like, I'm just, I, I can't. Like, I was so just, like, the gaslighting. I'm like, damn. It was gaslight I, overload. That's what I, really, like, threw me over the edge. I my therapist this morning, like, girl, I don't think I fully healed because why was I watching this show and feeling so triggered? <laughs> not you had a 911 call your therapist. <laughs> Why was I feeling so fucking triggered by some shit that was not happening to me? Because I just feel like, like, to me, it's like, I'm definitely team Wendy this season, but I just feel like you gave all of this shit to Monique and to see you go through it with these same exact women, ultimately treating you the same exact way that they did Monique where all of this bullshit started with these rumors and then mm. the whole Candace and Monique shit 
and Giselle and Wendy being at the root, Giselle and Robin being at the root of it and you not knowing the whole story. Ultimately, Wendy was kind of Ashley last season in the Monique situation. Yeah, you were mm-hmm. there, but you didn't have all the facts. You just jumped on the popular side just That's to true. have input. And now that shit is happening to you. So now you see how it feels. So it's like, while I definitely empathize and I appreciate every nice, nasty Phaedra Parks as Reed, Wendy been giving these hoes. Mm-hmm. It's like now you now you getting a taste of their medicine and seeing what mm-hmm. it's like to deal with these bitches. And so it's only a matter of time for me. I just feel like I just can't wait to see like I'm so I don't want the season to be over with. But I can't wait to see the reunion. Karen's oh, yeah. expressions and these fucking hallucinations. She was like, <laughs> are you sure you got the vaccine? And did your ass do a shroom? Because you tripping. Like, what and what vaccine did you get? Because Pfizer did not have me like that at all. Not <sighs> either. I'm just so confused. What was you on, Karen? Her facial expression. I didn't get vaccinated to be sitting up here with you. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's something in my Girl, them doctors shot you up because I didn't experience none of that. Not the first shot, not the second shot. It was, it was just, I, I don't know if it's like old age. But Girl, that was like Tourette's or some shit. But you want me to tell you what was Tourette's? You want me to tell you what was really Tourette's? But you know, I got that shot. And Wendy, why we here? You don't talk about that girl's trip? I said, where the fuck did that come from? Not you tapping into your inner ray about this candle. I just, what? And Wendy was like, bitch, like, come on. What? What? And, and Wendy, what about that 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 trip? Oh my God. And Karen was just saying all type of I'm shit. Not, I don't want to put that on Karen because God bless her. She was acting real weird. And it was just, it was a lot. Like it was, I she think Karen might have been drunk. Say. Probably. It could have been a combination of the shot pain and just alcohol because everybody was drinking. But Karen was tripping though. Like Sweet. Karen was on one. And like, why would you bring up that trip? Like, why would you do this now? <laughs> and I don't know why. And, and by the way, by the way, wait. <laughs> Like that. What the fuck are you talking about? That shit came yeah. out like to rest. Like, I wanted to pop Karen in the back of head. Give me that neck. <laughs> what you doing? I love when Wendy taught her, well, you know, Ed'll be there and Dre will be there and Gordon will be there. And you know, I hope that Michael will come. I I hope he can't. <laughs> and Ray will be there. Oh and, my your God. and your luggage will be there. This is what killed me. For you to not even mention me in one or to invite me just shows me like it's just another dig at our relationship. I'm sorry. Did you not just have a whole question dedicated to acting like you were fake concerned about Wendy's body changes? Like, girl, I'm, I'm sick of Robin crying wolf. Like, I want the wolf to come and eat her ass. Not no, literally. Don't nobody before. care about you and Juan. Don't nobody care about what you got going on. You a shitty ass bitch. Don't care about you and Juan. You're like, Giselle's lap dog. Like, girl, girl. I don't want to see you and, like, and Juan act like y'all faking love. I don't feel like watching it. Sorry. 
girl that shit is just like i just don't understand robin like you cannot be offensive and then be upset when you get offended by the person you just offended like are you crazy i call mental illness it's weird it's very weird to get through this therapy you know what i'm waiting i'm hoping that her therapist is like molly's therapist and insecure when she dragged her ass and let molly know that she was the fucking problem Mm. and it was like "Hmm, am i (laughs) anyways um that was it for the hot topics this week or did you have anything else to bring up because girl this episode was just a lot and like i just don't understand why this episode was just so chaotic but i appreciate it karen for all the new gifs that i'm going to be able to use this was such a good episode let me tell you something i know what i want to talk about sorry y'all hot topics not over wendy not not wendy mia knocking wendy's shoulder and wendy having to tell her don't touch me and then touch i her saw again. that I, I she was like you need to move over there mia you need to not move learn over- her lesson princess that's why the way that i would have just blacked out and all and that wouldn't have been a hallucination from karen i would have loved to have seen that reaction because the way i would have beat mia to a pulp bitch don't touch don't touch me that part made me like oh wendy i thought wendy was gonna do something because i was like it made me uncomfortable when wendy did something and she was like well you can you need to move over there you need to move over there i'm like <laughs> nobody nobody's gonna fight no <laughs> where the fight is because what is this who are you touching please because bitch i want to know with these damn glasses just very much given the brat feels girl like i was shocked like, you, you touch a fight now God. Wendy is just so classy I just that lets me know I'm like I think that I'm pretty mature but then stuff like that happens and I'm like well maybe I'm not right maybe I don't think I'm, I'm I don't think I do it. more because girl that could have been me I would have boxed me ass up right there and of course because Giselle is against Wendy right now she would have acted like oh well, Wendy but you know what oh I'm sorry as much as I am living for ghetto Wendy this this season it always brings me back to we are black women and people always pin <laughs> us at as angry and Girl. fighting and being physical and now look at you all season ready to beat bitches up ain't it funny Abel's turn all I know is had I had four vodka cranberries and Mia did that yeah I would have been off the show period just four of them cause what, cause what we gonna do we're not gonna just sit here. We're not gonna sit here. I would have moved little little <laughs> candy poo out the way. <laughs> not lift her up. But <laughs> like, girl, she wouldn't have been able to think. Girl, Zell would have very much been. Why is she standing up? What can her? Why is she standing up? Why, why is she standing? Where's the security guard? <laughs> no, girl, I love like, the security guard. This does too I much. Know. Oh. that was i was yeah i thought it was gonna be a little sneak fight that we didn't expect about to happen girl like, in no way she's gonna let that pass but she did so this is question one of two for what's tea y'all know this is like our favorite segment we kind of give our input or feedback and obviously as the show grows what's tea will probably become questions from you guys so in regards to the show 
we didn't really touch on like Wendy Shay or like that side eye she gave uh, Karen when Karen gave out like her sample packages for the candles um, at La Quinta Hotel Rwanda Giselle. We didn't give out like we didn't, you know, talk about that too much in detail. But the what's tea question with the first one of the week is can you be friends with someone you know is jealous of? I feel can like you- I could, but I wouldn't want to. You know, like if they are like, I'm jealous of you, but I still want to be friends. I would be like, I, oh, I guess, but I don't know. I just I would prefer not. Pants is on the highest road. Friend, I'ma just tell you off top. I'm not interested in being friends with nobody that's jealous of me. I'm a very honest person mm-hmm. and like very self-aware. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm like trying to put myself down. Cause you know, when somebody saved the shit that I'm about to say it sounds like they're fishing for compliments Mm -hmm. but like there are so many women in my life who I feel are like so beautiful like more beautiful than me Mm -hmm. there are women in my life who are more successful than me but it does not make me feel a way Mm -hmm. I love a bad bitch and bad across the board like any woman that I see that's doing some shit, that got some shit going for herself that I may not have going for me, it has never made me say, hmm, let me hate this bitch and we friends. Like, no, I feel like if my friend has some shit going for themselves and it's something that I'm interested in and we friends, friend, I'm about to figure out how you can help me get to where I need to be at and not even necessarily in a sense of leeching because of course I'm supporting you, but- mm-hmm. I feel like as much as Wendy tries to receive the fact that like Karen is doing this and low key, Karen is being a little shady. But I feel like the look on Wendy's face when she brought around like the care packages for LaDom Home Essentials, it was just kind of like, oh, you know what okay. I'm saying? Like, you definitely felt the way, but it's like Karen had her business shit together and you did not. You just had an yeah. idea oh I want to do this and that was it it was nothing else to it you didn't have any other moving parts to your business so to be upset that Karen has her shit together and y'all are doing the same thing is crazy and you know I talked about this before but I just feel like I don't give a fuck if we're doing the same thing like at the end of the day you doing rough cut reality check and me doing real life shit even if our episodes dropped on the same day at the same time I would still share your shit why because me promoting my friend that's doing the same thing or me being happy for my friend that's doing the same thing as me does not take away from the fact that I am also doing my own thing right I think that that's crazy to be jealous of your friend and like once I get that weird bitch vibe that like you taking little low blows or trying to take little jabs like i'm cool off you I'm yeah cool. that's when it gets awkward yeah because like, it's just what, like what bitch it? why are you hating when we friends and i could be helping 
Like, I don't understand the dynamic. I'm not going to dedicate all my fucking time, but I definitely don't mind giving you the resources or showing you how mm-hmm. some things can be done in order for you to get to where you feel like you can be at. And of course, because I'm already running my business, you know that you can count on me and use me as a reliable resource. But what we not going to do, we not going to do the petty or the shady or the the jealousy. Be yeah. inspired by your friends. Are, exactly. Like, why, why do you not have friends that inspire you? That's that really what I was gonna say. You should have a couple in the group where it's like, damn, I aspire to that. Like that's dope. They're setting a great example. They're making mistakes I don't have to make. You know, I, I can learn it. from them. And it's like you could coexist and be happy. And that's the thing, black people sometimes don't think that we can do that. Like it has to be one you person. The power of networking across. It's like it's yeah. that one person at the top, and everybody else is the do boy, do girl. Mm-hmm. And if you try to do the same thing somebody else is doing, then you copy it, or now you become a competition. It's like I don't see people like that. Like I tell y'all all the time, like I can't wait. Like here's the thing: how I offer services as far as like shit that gets that pays my bills. Like that's especially now that like I'm just in school. Like that's how I pay my bills. The way that I give back to my friends is how can my service network across with some shit that you need that we both are equally going to benefit from? Mm-hmm. Karen just started this line. Why you ain't drilling her as her questions? Well, I do feel like Karen might withhold, but like you didn't even do your startups. So I can understand why <laughs> kid probably like, bitch, I'm not about to give you everything because you ain't even got no goddamn business plan or like... <laughs> like cost name a slogan and that's that you, don't even have, shit. you don't even have a one-page <laughs> business plan yet with mm-hmm. information that you can use to build your brand you're not serious about this shit mm-hmm. I can that is true because wendy ain't had shit prepared so it's like you can't expect to be in that same place and like you were saying like you want to have friends that want you to All be my better that, period it should go up you know if you're the bad bitch, you've been, you been a little ass pawn. You've been a tank. I never look at another Black woman and feel like she's a, she is my competition. I feel mm-hmm. like you doing it so sis, I can do it too. And even if you aren't friendly enough to help or lend your resources, I'm not that stagnant to the point where I won't do my own research. Because what's for me is never going to miss me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that Wendy is doing that, but it's like at the same token, like sis... Karen is making her shit happen. You see the material. You didn't have to crunch your face up. Like, I didn't know, like, this is dope. I love that you just idea. Karen, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And as her, as your friend, Karen, do you have a moment to look over where I'm at with my one wick candle business right now and let <laughs> me know where you feel like you can see some tweaks or loopholes that right. I can make better? And trust Karen to be your friend, not give you bullshit advice, and to really be there to help the second mm-hmm. question was the one that was in the um the just brain dump. The original question for what's he was, do you stay in the loop with people you don't like because y'all have mutual friends involved? I'm gonna let you have it. Um girl, you feel good. <laughs> you feel good. <laughs> Friend, your whole demeanor just changed. I can't breathe. I understand, friend, because that be me. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I feel you. I see you. I hear you. I didn't really finish the first question. 
I wouldn't want to be friends with someone who's jealous of me. It's kind of like what you said. Like, I want to be surrounded by people that, like, they look up to me or I look up to them. It's just like a little food chain. At the end of the day, like, in an ideal world, no. I don't want to be friends with someone who's jealous of me. And that would be contingent on them telling me that, you know, otherwise I wouldn't know. But if I knew, I wouldn't want to be friends with them. It's just weird. I would just feel awkward. So what was the second question? It is, do you stay in the loop with people you don't like because they're mutual friends involved? (sighs) And see, the thing is, I ain't never... I don't think I've ever been in that situation because typically who I don't like, my bitches don't like either. It's like all, it's a consensus of character. You ain't fucking with that character. So I don't know, like I just... I haven't been in that situation so I don't know my tolerance mm-hmm. level for it I feel like I would have to try it out and see if how long I can hold out so I don't know I'm sorry I thought I had an answer I talked about this um before where I said sometimes I feel like I get the negative Nancy reputation because mm. I don't like people I'm not gonna pretend to like you I don't give a fuck if we got mamas in common yeah. if we got the same grandma I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. if I don't like you I don't like you and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna hide I'm not gonna go out my way to be disrespectful to you and to treat you the way that Wendy was treated by Giselle and Robin <laughs> but I'm definitely not going to hold mm-hmm. space for you to be able to feel like it's okay when I see who some, when I see somebody for what it really is even if it takes other people a long time to catch on like I'm cool off you. And now like, it's not that I'm going to let somebody bully me out of being in a space, but if I don't fuck with you and I know you're going to be in my presence, why would I subject myself to being around you? That just doesn't make sense to me. Like I try to avoid being in or a part of situations with shit that I feel like that might cause me to get out of character. Mm-hmm. And if I don't like you, like, if I don't care for you, that's one thing. But if I don't like you and we have mutual friends, I'm letting these bitches know. Pick and choose who you want to be at the event. Yeah. And if you keep picking them over me, then I'm <laughs> going to start feeling way about you and them be cool off your ass soon too. If you know that I genuinely do not like a bitch and like for a very valid reason, then I don't want to be around them. And yeah. I feel like, Wendy is kind of coming to that place with them like we all know that Wendy's trigger is her family you do not talk about her family and the fact that y'all have continued to do that and y'all expect Wendy to still play nice like it will get to the point where I'll be like girl I'm already rich I don't need this Bravo check like Monique say I don't need this little I don't yeah. need this, this little check ain't doing enough for me and my husband bye this look this little spending money bye not you sound like it when I close my eyes it kind of sound like would, this little would, paycheck ain't doing that much I would just have to just be done because I can't like I'm I'm over oh my god friend I have an idea for our TikTok we'll talk about it off the grid just so that nobody takes it okay and I said it all the time like I don't understand why y'all be so pressed to be in a mix with motherfuckers y'all know y'all don't like I'm good off of it I don't want to be around no bitch I don't like on purpose Okay. it gotta be a fucking coincidence for us to be in the same place it has to be is it game time yes ma'am it is um when blank is running around here being caught in the mgm with men women and billy goats at all hours of the night then you can ask questions 
Candace. Yes. <laughs> the, first the, that I, the first one that I had on my list, we already said it. We already <laughs> said it. What is it? And, and that's how I know she was a little crazy. <laughs> your house. This public property. When I tell you, I fucking scram. I, the the scrum that I screamed, I said, "Please get this lady the dose of whatever that that scene she had." The scream that I scrumped. Oh my gosh, girl! I, I was like, "Wait a minute!" So she played too much. Why would you do that? I was like, "What's she talking about?" He said, "Cause we in her yard." Oh fuck! <laughs> this public property. Oh, Auntie Karen, you gotta love her. You have to love her. She plays she's, too fucking much. She is just she's only gotten better with every season. That's what I love about Karen. She's getting Bruh. better and better. Are you ready for mine? I'm ready, friend. I'm ready. You're a pissy sister, is what you are. You said you're a pissy sister? Yeah. You're a pissy sister, is what you are. I would have been a is piss it, sister. You're a pissy sister. Is what you want? That's how it went. Is it Robin? No. I know it has something to do with the P. You remember Ashley? What Ashley said before this person said this? No, I don't, friend. Had you had me out there wasting my time, I would have been and a piss <laughs> Damn, Candace is giving your ass all the quotables. She was. You're a p- it was the pissy part for me. I'm sorry. Old people, old people be saying pissy. You don't really hear a lot of young people say pissy. Girl, it was just funny as fuck to me. It's 85 at heart. With your pissy ass. <laughs> yes. All right. Oop. Girl, you brought your living room outside. <laughs> Karen? Huh? Was that Karen? No. Yes, it was. Karen or Wendy? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Friend, you said you watched the episode 8,000 times. I watched it three times. (laughs) Mia? Yes. Okay. I was getting there. I should have brought the living room outside. (laughs) I said, oh my God, please. Please. It's the way Mia don't really like none of them bitches, so she's just being fake. It, that's really what it's giving. Mia hate all of them. I can tell. Oh my gosh. And then she's kind of going to prove it in the next episode when she's like, my rich friends and these broke bitches. Mia, I think them, them bitches too broke for her to be honest. They bore her. Bro. So she like and- creates drama. Antagonizing the shit out of them women, okay? Basically, my other quote is, she with your mouth closed, please. Giselle? No. Close. Shoot with your mouth closed. Robin? No. You were closer when you said Giselle. Was it them kids? <laughs> <laughs> Giselle was passing one of my it. And one of the twists, like, mom, shoot with your mouth closed. <laughs> the charge country. Not why your dog gotta tell you close your mouth while you eat. <laughs> On camera. Girl, On camera. Them children are like, you are a child. You are a tyrant. You just, oh my gosh. They like babysitting Giselle. Girl. You know, it's three of them. So one of them got the morning shift. One of them got noonday. 
<laughs> Them got nighttime babysitting uh, yourself. I gotta think about my last movie. Mm-hmm. I watched it twice, so I should be able to come up with one. But I'm like, damn, we done said all the shady shit. It was like we did because you said mine. Jealous of this, <laughs> <laughs> Wendy. Wendy played too damn much. I oh said, my god. Oh my god, like Wendy, you gonna do her like that? You Wendy came to play. You can go. I was gonna come to play. Why weren't you gonna come? Bitch, y'all had already planned to antagonize her. They're gonna be like, well, why weren't you gonna come? That's such a mean girl ass tactic. Like, yeah. What's wrong with y'all? So we talk about predictions uh, for the end of the show. What is your prediction for next week? So next week, I prevent some type of slapping match. You know, it may not be a Monique slap down, but I feel mm-hmm. like I might do a little, you know, a little pat, pat, patty cake on the wig, you know, and ping pong with their wigs. <laughs> but it's not going to be a real fight. No real meat is going to get torn like Candace's forehead. So um. I am predicting that. And then there was something else, but I'm going to let you go while I think about what the something else was. So I think, as always, um, I'm trying to figure out how I think the fight is going to transpire. I definitely for sure think that like, yeah, and Candace are going to get into an argument that the husbands try to calm down because you know Chris love being in women business and being a peacemaker so I think that him and Gordon are definitely going to hit it off great and then I think mm-hmm. that he's going to try to spend his time trying to calm down Candace per usual mm-hmm. and I don't I'm trying to think because I feel like next week probably just as clear cut as clear cut can be child mm-hmm like them bitches gonna get into it big time and it's big just, time. Oh, i feel like i'm almost i'm anticipating seeing what next week is gonna look like friend like, like it's gonna be a little mess a little showdown yes i think that giselle and robin are going to pop up oh <gasps> mm. next week Maybe next week, if Giselle and Robin don't pop up at the trip, maybe Robin bringing up what Wendy said, because you know I could tell Juan really don't like drama, might be what leads to Robin and Juan arguing. Oh, you took it deep. You took it deep. You think it real hard. You real smart, because you got character development and vision, because we need to write a show. Cause we really could. You dug real deep and you, you pulled the soul out because that's really what it could all be tied to. And then the pressure. Like him and... saying, I'm not doing this. Like you. Boom. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You I hear that, that Bravo? You got some predictors up. on your hands. feel like that might be what leads the shit up. Because I feel like a lot of men, they just don't care for drama. And like, if your bitch mm-hmm. always in some shit, some mess. Woman, it's kind of like... Cause you stress. I'm over it. Because girl, why yeah. is it always drama around what and we that damn Giselle. That damn, she gonna have to cut Giselle off. And, hey, hey, yep. hey. We went into a whole new storyline. Mm-hmm. I can see the vision. I can see... You saw that. You got deep with it. Okay, Raven. I can see the vision. You know, if I can see into the patoodle, 
period not the little kim dance <laughs> all right y'all well we have our shot oh. for the next episode yeah i put a couple we want you couple, guys couple, to take couple. a shot or a huge sit every time a scala or karen makes a face anytime ashley inserts herself into a situation that she was not present for which she does every single episode every time robin or giselle gaslights someone y'all finna be drunk anytime that candace provokes mia we got four reasons for you to be toe up which is basically <laughs> potomac in a nutshell so there's no reason why boom, y'all boom, 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 boom. when we're talking to i'm here for it well thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of rewind and recap we look forward to getting tipsy or even a little high with you next week thank you guys so much for listening be sure to follow us on twitter at rewind r-e-w-i-n-e and recap and tweet us during the show we live tweet every sunday it's always a party come join us let's get drunk love you guys and we'll catch you next week all right thank you guys for tuning in guys for tuning in guys for tuning in guys for tuning in guys for tuning